Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the No Ratings Pod. This is a YouTube special. It's bonus content. So if you don't follow us on YouTube, then please go and do it. It's at No Ratings Pod or just type in No Ratings Podcast. We have got the Avengers assembled for this one. It's going to be special. We've got Faisal, Lears and Sakib. And the topic is wonderful. Lears has just said off camera that the way we've done this is not nice. And I agree. I agree. Uh, we are going to rank the current top 10 Premier League midfielders. That includes eights, tens, sixes. No wingers, no wide forwards, uh, and there's a point system in place, which I'm going to explain right now to you. We're going to rank the top 10 current midfielders in the Premier League, but how it's going to work is that each person was given 25 points before the video. You had to then share them between your selection of 10. We'll then compile the list and then rank the players by the collective number of points. So, for example, if we were doing strikers and we all gave Haaland five points each, he'd have 20 points as a collective and then someone would have to have more than 20 points to be the best ranked forward in the league. Hopefully that makes complete sense. I mean, when I sent the message out, I'm just going to say, Leas was like, hey, wait, what? And Faisal was like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> it's going to make sense, you know? <laughs> Hold on, I have, I have an additional question now. I'm going to assume we all said Kevin De Bruyne at number one. What if we all committed one point to him being number one? Would he still be number one? Right, so this is this is where it gets interesting. And I think if we start with the first one, which is in number 10, we've got Madison. And I'll explain what you just asked right now. Liz, you gave Madison zero. Faisal gave him three. I gave him zero. Sakib gave him one. So he ended up on four points overall, which put him in 10. So to your to answer your question, if we all gave De Bruyne one point each, De Bruyne would be 10th with Madison. Um, so, like so wait, <laughs> ADB... KDB is not finishing faster. <laughs> bro, I completely butchered this list for you then, bro. 
Yeah. I think we all took it on ourselves thinking De Bruyne's definitely in. So let me just give him a point. Yeah, that's the way I was thinking. I was, I'm not going to commit anything to him, really. Like, we're all going to put him. In... Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I see Faisal looking at his list now going, oh, shit. Nah, I messed up, bro. Who are we going to have? We might have Lucas Paqueta number one with how many I committed to him. <laughs> hey, listen, when I saw your list, I was like, bro. These... You correct me. Why didn't you tell me that? Bro, it's how, it, it's how you're an intelligent guy. You know, I thought you didn't no, I even put one, two, three, four, and then the points are going to be like one, four, <laughs> One oh man, I'm, yeah, yeah. The points distribution was interesting. I mean, Faisal, you gave Madison three points, which is the most of the bunch. Um, just very quickly, actually, these guys are not in the list. Declan Rice had three votes, so three points. One from Lies, zero from Faisal, one from me, one from Sakib. Ericsson had one from Sakib. Ruben Nevers had one from Sakib. Jorginho had one from Sakib. Thomas whoa, Partey. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, disclaimer, whoa. disclaimer, disclaimer. My list was longer than ten in it, so I allocated. I'll pick 14 players and I've divvied my 25 out. So you I need to do in a group chat next time because, yo. <laughs> bro, I, I deserve a, a point. Bit. I deserve a point over Jorginho, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jorginho's right. top 15 in the Premier He's not that far top off. Top 15 man. in London, maybe. Come on, bro. <laughs> bro. I think that man is poorly. You know, the thing is, though, right? You gave Jorginho a point, but Mason Mount isn't on this list at all. There's a reason for that. But, yeah, but I'm saying he gave Jorginho a point. He gave Ericsson a point. Eric, I'd take Ericsson. Oh, yeah, Ericsson would well for me. All right. Jordan Henderson got two points from me. So, wait, Get wait, on. wait. So, wait. You so said Henderson not... got two points from you? Yeah. You want his contract or something like that, bro? <laughs> hey, he's a very underappreciated Don. Bro, he's a right wait. winger these days. We should be the right, top 10 right winger. Was this before Arsenal or Liverpool? We should have this. James Madison is 10th on the list. Faisal, we gave him three points. Uh, so we obviously know you rate him. Liz, you gave him zero. I only gave him zero because I ran out of points. Did you give him zero because you actually think he's not in the top 10? I mean, I, I just didn't... Pu- I, I did my thing more on top... Again, like the point system, I didn't take that into account really. I don't... Ignore the point system for, on my end. James <laughs> Madison, he was close. He was very close to being in my top 10. Like I've, I've said on numerous, at numerous times, I think he should be in the England squad. But um, I think that the 10 players that I chose... And some of them didn't even make this list, right? You said Declan Rice didn't make it. I had nope. him in my top 10. So, yeah, uh, James Madison is, is really good. But this is really where it's difficult comparing 10s to 6s to 8s. Yeah. He just misses yeah. out for me. Yeah, uh, I agree. Faith. I was torn I was torn between... my. I was, it was Jacker or, it was Jacker or, um, or Madison for me. But I said to myself, I was like, if asked... I just... And then I based on impact and, and how influential each person is, I was like, if Jacker didn't play for Arsenal, would they still win? Most likely, if mm. Madison didn't, didn't play for Leicester, how 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 good are they? Not not that good. So that's how I based it on. Uh, that's how, already, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, that was a. Huh? Int- I I nearly yeah, gave him a point. <laughs> <laughs> um, Madison tenth. We can skip him because I, I don't think anyone really disapproves of that. So in ninth, we've got two players joint. So we're gonna have to pick a ninth. And <laughs> Leah's is completely to blame for this. Uh, Casemiro is ninth with five points. Leah's gave him five. five. Casemiro, bro, because I wanted him to be in this list, but... <laughs> Casemiro's on this list. Yeah, he's, he's ninth, because Leah's gave him five points. Five points? Just you? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Did anyone else give him any points? No. Oh, I, I based it on pure current form, and he wasn't playing. No, I didn't. I, I based mine, like... Yeah, I did take this season into account, but I, I took a lot more into account as well. Like, mm. this is, again, this list is going to be crazy. But yeah, I got Casemiro in there, man. Uh, I think he's the second best defensive midfielder on the planet after the other guy in Manchester. And I think, look, it's been a slow start to his season. But last last night, 
it wasn't perfect, right? He was at fault for the first goal, but I think he really started to show that once he gets into full rhythm and he already is a, a bit, he can offer a lot to this Man United team. And you talk about impact. I think he can really elevate the floor of this team and, and therefore the ceiling as well. I really rate Casemiro. But ninth on a list that doesn't have Rice, doesn't have Ericsson, doesn't have Neves, doesn't have Jorginho, doesn't have Party, doesn't have Henderson, doesn't have... He's better than every single one of those players that you just named. Right now. Facts, facts, facts. No, I'm just asking. Has I'm... he been better in eight games? No. This is where I said we disagree on how the... We, we did this list differently. I did take this season into account, 100%. But also at the same time... I didn't want to make a list just purely off eight games. Who have been the best players? Who have, mm. who have been the best players in eight games? Casemiro for me is still a top top defensive midfielder in this league. A top top I midfielder. Agree. In this league. He had to I be agree. It for me. I agree, bro. I, I based on this season and generally speaking. Did you, yeah. did, you put him, did you put him in your top ten? No. <laughs> well, then you don't agree. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That makes no sense, Fraser. No, no. so, hey, 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 go on, go I on. Agree. I, I, hey, hey, I agree on the fact Casemiro has been. One of the best DMs in the world. You said second. I don't agree. He's, he, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's the second he best. Might be DM third. In the actually, world. I take that back. He's third. The, the guy you replaced him with is the second best. Go ahead. Facts. Yeah, facts. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> but then again, I've got other players. I'm looking at other players in my team, not in my team. I mean, in my in my list, who's better? Who's been better than them this season? And I don't know, man. It, bro, it's it, it's no base for what I man. It's the base. <laughs> I blame the base, man. Blame the list, man. Blame the. Hey, blame no, the man. Criteria. No, no. Um, so, Liz, you're sticking with the fact that you would have had him in the top 10, regardless of whether you split your points correctly or not. It, it depends on if it was to be on a, a list this year or a list uh, of the last two so years. We would I, say. I did it the same as you and Faze. I think Sakib did it the same as well. It's like a, a list of players that I rate right now, but also overall generally. The only reason Casemiro didn't make my list is because... I couldn't give any... In my head, I was like, if I'm going to give him points, I need to give him like three or four, like you did. I, I couldn't give him one because in my head, I was going, if I give him one, no one's going to give him any points. I think points. I made the right decision then, right? Because he's in the list and he was in my list and I had, <laughs> I had to do it to get him in the list. So there you go. So why are you blaming me? <laughs> my, my, you said when I do the same thing. Absolutely. To get him in the list, yeah. The smallest asterisk on this is if he is, if it is players playing in the Premier League or players Premier League career right now. If he... I would say I haven't seen him enough in this league to say he's top 10 Premier League midfielder. That he's done against Bayern, he's done against Liverpool, he's done against City, but he needs to do it against uh, Stoke and, you know, West Stoke ain't in the Prem, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a nice three months in the Prem. A nice three months, that's all I need to see. All right, and then joint with him, same amount of points, five, is Lucas Paqueta. Leas gave him four, Sakib gave him one, and again, I just kind of ran out of points. Um, Faisal... Didn't give him any points. No, no, put, like, bro, let's let's stay with Casemiro. Let's stay with Casemiro. <laughs> wait, 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 why is Paqueta in there? I, 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 that I'll understand. Bro, I, didn't, I didn't say Paqueta is like the second best midfielder in the in, in the league. Again, let me just rephrase. Let, let me just clarify how I, I viewed this list. I wanted I put Paqueta as my tenth best midfielder in the league. I really wanted Paqueta to be in this list because I knew you guys wouldn't vote for him, so I gave him four points. De Bruyne, I gave him one point, just to let you guys all know that now. Just because I figured we'd all put him first and he'd already be in this list. So I misjudged how the points tally worked. I wanted That's Paqueta stupid. in this list, so I gave him a lot of points. Paqueta, for me, is the 10th best midfielder in the league. Okay, so I think we can all kind of agree that Casemiro's 8th, Paqueta's ninth because they're joint on points. Madison is 10th. Um uh, then seventh and sixth are both joint on points as well. So we will once again choose who you have seventh and sixth. I already know what order people are going to put this in. Um, Erdegaard 
is in there. He got zero from Liez. Wow, he's fuming. Mm. One from Faisal, three from me, and two from Sakib. Zero. Whoa, whoa. Wait, how can you have Paqueta in there, not Odengard, bro? Because Paqueta is a better player. Ooh. Ooh. Paqueta is better than Odengard. Odengard is a nice player. Odengard is very nice. He had a great, he had a good performance against Liverpool yesterday. He should have scored. But let's not pretend that the last few games, people weren't even saying, oh, maybe Fabio Vieira should be playing over him. Uh, is he just the oh, captain? That was stupidity, that... though. Fabio Vieira oh. shouldn't be playing over him. He should be, or he shouldn't. He shouldn't be. No, but people were asking that literally the last two games. That just goes to show you that no one was even convinced about Odegaard before the Liverpool game, where he had a good performance. But I listen, I look at Arsenal, right? And I look at their attack, and it's brilliant. I look at their defense, and it's brilliant. But their midfield, for me, bar the guy that I don't even want to put in this list for other reasons, I don't think Xhaka and Odegaard are like, lights out top 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 midfielders in the league i think they're good midfielders but odegaard for me isn't a top 10 midfielder in the league no nah, not for me what makes what what makes Paqueta better than odegaard i think he's a better player i think he's just playing for a worse team but that doesn't mean that in the future if he doesn't perform at west ham he can get a big move to an arsenal level club i put bruno bruno g in my in my top 10 too i think he's a better midfielder than jaka and at uh no, the, no, the, odegaard but let's say doesn't play same. for that team but i think give him a, a platform like an Arsenal-level club and he'll outperform Odegaard for sure for me. Bro, the only thing Paqueta can do more than Odegaard is play the A position. Paqueta, Paqueta is not doing what Odegaard's doing at Arsenal as a 10. All right. <laughs> I, I, I personally think... I actually think they're probably... Are they, this, are they probably the same? No, Odegaard's slightly better for me. Um, one one main reason is I've seen Odegaard more in the Premier League and it's a mm. Premier League list. But also I think Odegaard's proven, especially at Arsenal, that he's gone from the player that they didn't particularly believe in. He played off the right, he played off the left. He even played as a false nine um, for two games, I think, when they had an injury crisis. Now he's playing as a 10 um, stroke box to box eight. Whatever I think, Arteta. I think the latter is what I would agree with more, to be honest. Yeah, and I think he does the job unbelievably well. Um, and I, I would say this season we've seen him come on to the next level. But the reason I put him in there is because I, I, even when Arteta and Arsenal weren't particularly great, I felt like he was still playing kind of at this sort of level. And now he's just gone up a level because Arsenal are playing better. Um, I, think I think he's good. Would you guys take him over James Madison, for example? I think Madison is a better 10 mm-hmm. than Odegaard. I wouldn't put Odegaard. Mm. Oh, I, depend, really depends on the team, though, you know? Oh, I think yeah, Madison excels at Leicester yeah, yeah, because everything yeah. goes for him. I think Odegaard doesn't need the ball every few minutes to do something, whereas I think Madison wants it. He's he's a more polished version of Bruno Fernandes, who, by the way, isn't in this list at all, has zero points. Good. Good. If I could have given him a no- negative number, I would have. <laughs> and I would say one thing for Odegaard as well, which is a you might think is weird, but the fact that he's got the armband and he's been there 18 months too, I speak to him. The only he has the armband is because Xhaka lost his cool against Palace a few years ago, man. He's the real leader of that team. Even if he's a second best option and he's someone they think is strong enough and he's enough in the dressing room, a leader to be given an armband, I value that quite highly. I think it says a lot about how the other players view him as well. Hey, seeing as you just put his name in the chat, he's in the list. Xhaka's a... Joint with Erdegaard on six points. He's got zero from Lies. He's got zero from Faisal. I he's like Xhaka, t- though. I, I like Xhaka a lot more. Sorry, finish finish what you're saying. He's got though. two from Sakib. He's got four from me. He's my king. He's my guy. And I put four on his name because I was like, no one's going to put him in. I was convinced. So I was like, even if he gets in 10th or 9th or 8th, I'll be happy. Because uh, I think he's just been made a scapegoat for such a long time. And even yesterday... He's never a DM. That's why. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's not a DM. He's he played yeah. well as for Switzerland. He played as a quarterback, and they essentially protect him, so he doesn't have to move. He doesn't have to Jack, challenge. Zaka, I'm a whole lot more high on. To be honest with you, I actually really do like Zaka. Obviously, not enough to put in my top ten, but he was also on the edge for me as well. I think I completely agree with you. Last few years, he's been completely misprofiled. He's been one of the be- if it was a top ten midfielders for this season, he'd be in there easily. But I just like the other ten a bit more. But Zaka, I'm a big fan of for sure. The thing about Granite Xhaka is. Even like, even in the game against Liverpool, when the argy bargy was happening, the narrative immediately was, "Oh, Jack is in there. Oh, Jack is going to do something wrong. Oh, Jack is going to get red." And I was like, "If you watch that situation and just imagine Jack's name is James Dean, you're going, yeah, he's, he's probably not going to do anything. Like he's a, he's a good lad. He's breaking up the fight. That narrative has really seeped into like, yeah, I hated that. I think it was Gary Neville. Yeah. I would pull him away. He's the one that snatches." Victory, defeat or something from the draw. Yeah, he, he said he said. victory. He snatches victory just, and turns it to a bit defeat. Xenophobic as well. I'll be honest. It's a bit, just if he was English, you're right. It'd be different, man. Let weird. me tell you about. Let me tell you the thing of Zaka. Right, Zaka is like one of those players, and I, I say this often. I even say this about Zaka. He's a very loud player in terms of like his errors seem to be magnified by everyone. Mm. I look at Fred at Man United, and this isn't to say who's better between the two, but I think Fred is also someone that he might not be the worst player at United during a game, but his when he does make a mistake, it's very obvious, or like he'll lose it under pressure and the other team will counter, or Xhaka, it'll be like fouls that end up in red cards or whatever, but I think those players are very easy to vilify, and I think that's why Xhaka has been the natural target at Arsenal the last few seasons, even though there's obviously been worse players than him. But it's just because he goes about it in such a way. Do you think like, it's something to do with the position as well, Elias? Like, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like Jorginho Arteta, as well. I, put, I know yeah. you won't put him in the same bracket, but you lose the ball there, you're conceding. And it Absolutely. just seems... Mm. Absolutely. More... Yeah, no, that's another thing too, right? He isn't a defensive midfielder. And I kind of... Listen, this is going to sound crazy, right? But I can kind of compare his situation with Pogba's in that you could see too, when they were given the right role and the right amount of space at international level, Xhaka is exceptional for Switzerland. Xhaka balls out for Switzerland. And he's translated that level at Arsenal now because he's kind of been put in that same uh, scenario. He's put in those same, uh, what's the word? But he plays in an environment similar to the one he's playing in at Switzerland in terms Mm. of his role. In Mm. the past, he wasn't being allowed to do so. It would have been nice to see Pogba if he was allowed those circumstances that he's given at France at Man United the way Xhaka has. But that's kind of the way I look at Granit Xhaka. For Switzerland, he was the person against France who turned around as well. In the Euros. He, he balled out. Brilliant. Brilliant, bro. But, but it's the same. It's the same as what I said earlier. It's about him and Madison. He was, he was, bro, like, he deserves to be this list. But if you're talking about, generally speaking, I don't think you can yeah. put Xhaka top 10 Premier League midfielders. But I, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Yeah, me neither. Misprofiled. <laughs> Just to clarify, for those of you at home who are going, there's loads of players here on the list. I'm going to clarify that due to the point system, there's been a little bit of confusion. Uh, Madison is 12th. Casemiro is 11th. Paqueta is 10th. Odegaard is 9th. And Granite Xhaka is 8th. So we are now into our top seven. And 7th on the list, on his own, not joint with points with anyone. The first player to get points from all of us, one from Lies, three from Faisal, two from me, and one from Sakib. And I promise you, it's really close between the, this guy and the top guy. But it's Bernardo Silva in seventh, which I, what? yeah, yeah. I, I screwed him over. I screwed him over because I only gave him one point, but I put him second on my list. Oh, my days, bro. Nah, that's my fault. <laughs> I, I messed up. I messed up. I messed up, guys. Yeah. Bernardo, I'm sorry. Can, can I wax lyrical about him to make up for the fact that I'm an idiot? And I, I hey, don't... please go ahead. Because, like, Faisal was back in his corner. I was 
Sack it. To be fair, sack it. I think you had Bernardo like fourth on your list or fifth. Uh, I I had, there's, four, I, I, there's four better midfielders than him in the Prem. No, there's it? not. There aren't four better midfielders. Wait, wait, wait. Who, 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 Well, we'll get into that. You'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That's like, sack the video. <laughs> I, I, I think he. I for me, he's the one you take him out of Pep system. I'm a little bit less confident in what he's able to do. No way. No way. Looks, Bernardo Bernardo is argue, he, you could make the argument that Bernardo might be the most important player in City system because bro he does everything, man. The guy is the I, literal energizer bunny bunny of that team, bro. Defensively exceptional for a guy that that size too, right? You don't look at him and think, uh, yeah, you're going to be a ball-winning machine, but he is. His energy is off the charts. He creates chances, he scores goals. Passing-wise, he's exceptional. Dribbling, he dribbles like Messi. The guy can do absolutely everything. Box-to-box midfielder. And I look at last season, I look at the season before, his levels are so consistent. He seems to always be giving you 8 out of 10 minimum. He's, I'm a big believer, right, that if a player can't give you a good game without scoring a goal or an assist, I, do, I have a problem with that player off the bat. Bernardo can be the best player on the pitch at any given moment without scoring a goal or creating an assist. And I think that's a huge testament to how good he is. And this is a guy that, right, City bought him as a right winger. In a few seasons, he's probably been City's, bar the Brennus, their most consistent midfielder. That has to count for something, bro. Fourth, four better midfielders in the league is crazy. Well, he's, he's, I've, got, I've got him third. I've got him, he's my second best City midfielder. He's the most impactful City midfielder. You can, bro, and as Leah said, bro, he's versatile, bro. Slap him right, slap him left. Cam as an eight, as a ten, bro. bro you can't name four better midfielders in the Premier League. There's, some, there's someone that I put at seven. I know for a fact I put him at seven, and I might have given him two points instead of one. But there's no way that he's better than Bernardo Silva. There's no way. Wow. I don't know who you're thinking of, to be fair. But... I'm thinking of the guy at Chelsea. Did I put him? I put him on my list, didn't I? I think I think I think you gave him a lot more than a few points. We're going to come to him in a second. But oh, Bernard- no, I messed up. I t- oh my god, idiot! Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm giving the case for Bernardo Silva. I probably gave him one point. God damn it! Yeah, you did. Saki, as I just said, you had him fifth. I'm going to let you have your debate on Bernardo Silva because I completely disagree with everything you said so far. Me or Saki? I, or Saki? Yeah. He, he looks great. He looks great. Works hard. I just it doesn't. I love the dribbling, love the dribbling, balance. It doesn't contribute enough to the end. In a team like that, it doesn't contribute enough to the end. And I feel like that's what lets him down. That's a, that's a role well, thing role, for sure. Bro, bro his role. Like, bro, I know his, you have Thiago at two or three, bro. And everything you just described Bernardo Silva with looks nice, <laughs> doesn't contribute enough in the end product. And again, that's absolutely fine. He's a, he's a deep-lying midfielder. But you wouldn't hold that back for Thiago, bro. I've seen Thiago do it somewhere else. I want to see Bernardo do it. When has Thiago ever done it somewhere else in terms of end product, bro? He's never no, no, been no, that pro- guy. But I've seen him be great, right? I feel like Bernardo is the one where I'm... You should have Casemiro a whole lot higher than you do, bro, if you're talking about what he's done outside of the Premier League. I caught you there, bro. Yeah, but <laughs> Casemiro's been at eight games. Thiago's been there a season. My thing with Bernardo is I, how much of it is Pep's system and how much of it is you. Like When well, I look at did- KDB, he is just world-class in whatever you put him. I haven't had the answer for me about Bernardo. Bernardo Silva was part of that great Monaco team. There's a reason why they spent so much money on him because he was a huge part of that Monaco team that went to the semifinals. But he's so angry. Argument, bro. KDB, you have to see KDB outside of Pep's system as well. For me, KDB is someone that's 
unarguably world class. You do, oh, bro, 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 you can you can make the argument against anyone, bro. The system yeah. thing, Trent, Salah, bro, you can make the argument against and anyone, then, bro. That's why Trent wouldn't be top three right backs in the world. How transferable are you? I think Bernardo Silva is very transferable, bro. I think Bernardo, what, what what do you think about Bernardo? What do you think it is about Bernardo Silva that he wouldn't go thrive at? Is Pep system being it, making him press resistant? Is Pep system making him a great defensive player? Is Pep system like what what is Pep system elevating Bernardo Silva to? Hey, big man, you gave him a point. Yeah? You gave him a point. Just remember, you gave him a point. <laughs> you have, I think, you have Rodri there that does a lot of the cleanup. If Rodri's not there, how how free can you be, right? There's a lot in that Man City team that makes me question how good everyone else is if they go somewhere else. So, well, but, then, but, then, but then, but then, Rodri never played against United, and and, and and look, and look what they did to United, bro. Bro, he's the, he's he's City's most second most impactful midfielder behind KDB. That's why that's why he's fifth on my thing, fourth. I think I had him De Bruyne, Rodri, and. And, Thiago. And, the, and the and the guy who looks really good but doesn't really contribute anything. I, I, I Thiago above him. <laughs> Nah, no way, man. Bernardo Silva is special, bro. Bernardo Silva, Bernardo Silva, bro, can do everything. There's nothing Bernardo Silva can't do. Like, you're even talking about end product. He still scores and assists goals. Like, there's nothing Bernardo yeah, Silva what? cannot do. He at least No, Bernardo Silva might be the most complete midfielder on the planet. I'm going to say it right now. He, he might and be he the still, most and, and, uh, uh, Okay, that's a bit That's yeah, a bit too far. That's a bit too far, but he's the only person. He's the only person in that list, in our list, you can play in any system and still thrive. But yeah, you're, you're saying the opposite is the most transferable. Bro, he is, bro. What what system can't you can't you see him playing? That, that's literally no system that you can't see him playing. Who's more tra- who's more, mm. by the way, complete as a midfielder in ter- not saying better, but who's more complete in terms of what they can do than Bernardo Silva? De Bruyne. Modric? No, De Bruyne cannot defend like Bernardo Silva. That's what I'm saying. Are you saying you're basically saying a player with like who's the most well-rounded midfielder in the world? It might be Bernardo Silva. What are you what are you crediting Bernardo's defending? What part of it are you crediting? The press? Are you counting that as defending? I mean, that's part of it, but he's also like he's a very, very elite level defender for his position. I would actually say Thiago as well is, is very good defensively. But on the offensive side, doesn't offer you what uh, Bernardo Silva does. Bro, I can uh, I can name you two. You probably I can name Modric, one in our league. Agree with. <laughs> Luka, Luka Modric is one. Yeah. And Fede Valverde is second. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> bro, bro, I, I, you I, want I, to throw in too many and Camavinga as well? <laughs> whoa, bro, 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 <laughs> Fede is <laughs> Fede is complete, bro. I, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not I even chatting. I would give you that, but Bernardo Silva does it to a higher level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Execution. I agree, I agree, I agree, but you said who's complete, innit? Uh, I fed his right. um, let's move on to six because this is completely, completely Leah's fault. Um, I gave him zero, Sakib gave him zero, Faisal gave him four, and Leah's gave him five. He oh, is, he's actually, technically speaking, he's joint third because him and three others have the exact same number of points. Uh, Mateo Kovacic. Comes in I didn't sixth. mean for him to be this high. I, I I like him a lot, but I didn't have I didn't mean to put him this high on the list. I would have had him behind Bernardo Silva for sure. He's he's excellent though. I think he's Chelsea's best midfielder. Everyone talks about N'Golo Kante and Jorginho and what they've done the last few years, and they've been great in, at times. I think both of them are declining. But Kovacic, you talk about consistency, you talk about press resistance, you talk about ball circulation. I think Kovacic is absolutely excellent, and he's one of the most underrated players on the planet. That's facts, bro. Chelsea this season. The games he hasn't started, they drew against Spurs, they lost against Southampton, and they lost against 
against mm-hmm. Leeds. And the games he has started, they've won. They've won most games, bro. He's the most, again, he, he's the most influential midfielder. And I think, in, yeah. and I think in terms of ball carrying and ball penetration, he's top three in, in he's the Premier League. Man. He's so, so good. I remember when he's at Real Madrid, even when he's at Inter, I wanted him at United so, so. I would sell my soul to have Kovacic at, the only, at only, My only ever sort of slight problem with him is, uh, and some people don't rate this at all, but I rate it so much. He has, he's injured very frequently. Yeah. Every season he plays yeah. about, I think he starts on average about 16 games a season. I was looking at that before we hopped into this. So that for me is a bit of a, uh, but then in saying that there's a player above him in the list who also has injury problems. Um, so it makes it a little bit of a back and forth, but I just could, I could think of players that were better than him. Um, and again, it was one of those where I was like, I quite liked the balance of my list on the whole and I didn't feel like he fitted in anywhere. Um, so I, I think we, you didn't have him top 10. That's, that's, I had him 11th. He's 11th on my list. I had him above Rice. Um, would you have him, uh, Nubaid, Would you ha- would you have a healthy cover on your list? A healthy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, if he if he was if over the last five seasons he'd started two thirds of every yeah two thirds of the games throughout the season, I would have him quite high. But my problem is like it's not his fault. He's not his fault. He's injury prone. But um, you can't be a world 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 class midfielder if you can't stay fit on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and Chelsea have learned to deal with deal without him and I know this is hilarious because the other person who's joint on points with him um, doesn't stay fit very often so again joint in the same position but I think we're all quite satisfied with Kovacic being sixth uh, in fifth we have uh, a joint points of Gundogan um, who I actually think is such a top in fact let me give you my spiel on Gundogan um, and then I'll tell you how the points are split I think he's so underrated, so underrated, because whenever City and Pep have required Gundogan to basically plug any gap in midfield, he's been able to do it. Was it last season when he scored like 12 and 13 or something? Uh, Two seasons ago. Two seasons seasons ago. And then in between that, the other season where De Bruyne just disappeared off the face of the earth for about six games. He was assisting every single game. So his final product's great. He played as a six against United. I don't think he's actually a very, I don't think he's a great six, to be honest. I, I disagree. I actually think he is. I think that that game against Chelsea is stuck in everyone's mind in the Champions League final, but I think I think he plays there at a high level. Really? Yeah. I think, maybe I'm thinking, when I look at Rodri, Rodri's like, in my yeah, opinion, the best, yeah, like yeah. the best version of a six possible. He's I so agree. good in possession. Um, all, all everyone knows, we'll talk to Rodri soon. I don't think Gundogan does it to that level, obviously. Yeah, um, but if I shift him into another team, can he play six for Chelsea? Probably. Can he play six for Liverpool? Probably. Um, I think he's so well-rounded. He's an unbelievable footballer. Uh, and I just want to say he's peng as well. So uh, that <laughs> gave him a very high rate in my yeah, face. Yeah, um, Leas, you gave him one. Faisal gave him two. I gave him three. Sakib gave him three. So he ended up on nine. Um, he's clutch as well, may I just add, like... I haven't got the stats or proof to back it up, but I just feel like in my mind, memories-wise, when it's needed, he steps up. And I feel like he's very, very composed in front of goal, which gets stepped on. I mean, Gundogan, right? There's not many midfielders that can say that. And again, I agree that he's not at Rodri's level as a DM, but I also agree that Rodri is the best DM. So I wouldn't take that away from Gundogan. Gundogan, there's not many players that can claim to be an excellent defensive midfielder, an excellent number eight, and an excellent number 10. He has excelled at all three phases of football. He's so composed in front of a goal. He showed you that when De Bruyne was out for so much of that lockdown season, he was the best player on Manchester City. I know Ruben Diaz won play. I think actually De Bruyne won player of the year that year, which I, I didn't agree with. I thought Gundogan was, was Manchester City's best player by a lot, actually. 
And he's just always there when you need him to. He seems to be so reliable in the big games, like you said. And, and you think of the biggest game that there is last season, last game of the season, City trailing. They need yeah. a hero. And who pops up with two late goals? It's Ilkay Gundogan. He doesn't There's, always. The perception in like English media is of British media is that because he's a quiet guy, he's not a leader. But I think at City, he actually is he's a. a, a he's yeah. a huge. He's had, he's had the captain's armband here and there. I don't actually think the captain's armband at City's deep. I think they give it to anyone. Like they will just. Yeah, like, they have a list of like five guys who they interchange it with. Yeah, yeah. It, same with their penalty situation. Now it's Mares, but for a while it was like whoever fancies taking it on the day can take it. Um, and apparently, and apparently, it's the most high. Now Holland's there. <laughs> And uh, apparently, he's the most high uh, high IQ player. Uh, he, he wants to be a manager as well. Once once it's done and dusted. That's another thing too, right? You look at Alonso, right? It was not a surprise that to anyone that Xabi Alonso ended up becoming a manager. Like the fact that he took Leverkusen's job, this it's not a surprise. It wouldn't surprise yeah. any of us if Ilkay Gundogan in, in two years is like the next Arteta, right? Speaking of Xabi, very quickly, his first game won four nil. No surprise yeah, as well. Yeah. Bro, There's he, some players that they are the coach of their team on the pitch, and Ilkay yeah. Gundogan is is in well, that category. Pep Guardiola is a perfect example. I think of that yeah. transition. Yeah, um, Jaka with uh, with um, with Jack? Arsenal as well. That, oh wait, who? Jaka, Jaka, He's gonna be too emotional, bro. He's gonna like Roy Keane. You're gonna lose his head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, joint with Gundogan on the same amount of points. So this is where we have to choose who's gonna be third, fourth, and fifth. Is Thiago? Um, Lies gave him one. Faisal gave him three. I gave him three. Saka gave him two. Lies Yevin only gave Thiago one. No, again, I messed up, man. How many times are you going to say this? I messed up. I messed up. I messed up. <laughs> I just like hearing it, to be honest. I'm guessing you would have given him more. I, I would love to give him more. I, I rate Thiago a lot. But if you were to ask me who do I prefer between him and Gundogan, this is like very tough for me because I rate both of them so highly. I think, again, the fact that Gundogan excels at all three phases of midfield, I would rank him above Thiago. Oh, I feel that might be unpopular. Um, Faisal, <laughs> I I disagree. I've got I had Thiago second in my list. Wow. I think yeah, he he's uh, he's he's the he's the he's the second best midfielder in the Premier League behind KDB. He's he's I think in in terms of natural gift and that natural ability, that might be a hot take. And and that's your viral that's your viral uh, <laughs> video, Nube. Uh, that's yours. But in terms of in terms of natural ability, he's he's top, bro. He's over he's over yeah. KDB. I, I agree. I think he is. I think Thiago naturally natural ability. You take away the Messi's and the Neymar's of the world, who are like that's from a different that's from a different galaxy. Thiago has an argument as the most technically gifted footballer on the planet. You take yeah. away the aliens, right? Make sure whoever's clipping this. Take away Messi, Neymar, and the aliens like that. <laughs> hey, I swear to God, I'm keeping a lot. I'm putting it all in. <laughs> take away, exactly. Take away Iniesta's, the Iniesta's, Luka Modric. He is, bro. He's naturally gifted, bro. Yeah, he's crazy. The, the thing I just want to take away, you put in these man all in alien brackets. That's reserved <laughs> for Messi and Ronaldo. Um, the thing I would say about Thiago is, in a counter to what I was saying about Kovacic, is if Thiago plays 12 games in a season, Thiago impacts 12 games. Yeah. And I think... That's the big thing where I go, yes, Kovacic is amazing, but Kovacic might play 12 games and impact six or seven or eight. But I think whenever Thiago turns up, he has an impact on the game. Um, games by himself. Let's be yeah, honest. I mean, the the Arsenal game is a primary example. He practically played as a midfielder against a midfield three on his own and dominated for about yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this, Nubid, and this, I don't know how many Bayern fans you have listening that aren't going to like this, but... Thiago, the year that they won the Champions League in 1920, was basically playing midfield by himself, right? Yeah. It was him and Goretzka in midfield, 
but it was him in midfield. It was him controlling games virtually by mm-hmm. himself. The, the, the way this guy controls tempos of games is ridiculous. The only reason I have Gundogan ahead of him is because I just think Gundogan can do more, right? Offensively, in the second phase, I think he's more impactful than Thiago. But Thiago is a wonderful, wonderful footballer. And that's a Liverpool player. And everyone knows that you I don't hate out to them very often. But he's, he's unbelievable. And it shows, and, and just one more thing, it shows how delusional like, the, the Premier League fans are because I think the first six months, he wasn't the best. He had to adapt. He was injured as well. But now, bro, now look at him. Well, Klopp was playing him as like a right center mid or what? He was playing right, him as like right, a Right, bro. He, he played him as a right center mid. It didn't work out. It then tried to double pivot with Fabinho. Still didn't work out. But I now he finally found it. I think, it, I think it worked out a bit, actually. Yeah. I think yeah, his balance with Fabinho was actually okay. But the- yeah, I think so too, bro. With the left as an eight, as a left. That's, that, that was his role with Barcelona. That was his role with Bayern Munich. Yeah, but no, I, I I think the year that Liverpool had all those injuries and they kind of like saved their season the last few weeks, I think moving Thiago into that pivot with Fabinho worked wonders. I think those two actually worked really well together. Um, also, joint in the same position, and I hope we all agree on this. Same amount of points as Rodri. Uh, Leah's gave him one, but I think once again, I, Leah's, I'm not going to ask you at this point. Faisal gave him two, I gave him three, I get Saki gave him three. I, only, I think Rodri is... Like I don't, I can't. Uh, is he the best DM to play in the Premier League? Yes, he's the best DM to play in the Premier League. I think. Good question. I think he control. I think he controls games effortlessly. Um, is he, the way he passes the ball? Essentially, what people praise Carrick for years and years after in the passing left to right, he does it flawlessly. Hundred percent of the time, he nails it on. Makes great decisions. He's good in the A's. He's, he's got that thing that we associated all DMs to have in the Premier League to be dominant. He's dominant physically. He's dominant in possession. He can pass between the lines. He covers wide areas. He, honestly, he, he's probably my favorite player in the league. He scores clutch goals too. You want to talk about coming up clutch mm-hmm. in big games of a goal? For a DM, he's not bad. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah last yeah. season, I really improved. Faisal, you gave him two, and I feel like... Where did you have him on your list? I had him fourth. Yeah, that's low. That's not low. That, that's not low. I mean, that's that. How, how how is it low when you when you've got three people like Silva, KDB, Thiago ahead of him? Yeah, he's not. He's not he bad. Rodri right now in this moment in time walks into every single team in the world. Every so single does Bruno though, and so does Bruno Silva. Honestly, I don't think Bernardo Silva does. I think City have Wait. the best midfield three on the planet, bro. I think City can honestly no. They have probably three of the best four because again, my boy Marco. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I think you can make the argument, right? Maybe I wouldn't agree personally, but a lot of people would that they have the three best midfielders on the planet. I think you could easily make that argument. Faisal, does Bernardo walk into Real Madrid's team today? Yes, as a starting player. What Bernardo Silva? One of the, yeah, one of the first eleven on the team sheet. Hundred percent, he does, bro. Yeah, really. Who, wait, who are you taking out? Bernardo Silva will play ahead of if right. If, if, are we talking about right now? Right now, right now. Uh, ahead of Cruz, bro, it'll be it'll be a three-man midfield. Take, take Chimeni out of that team and give me Bernardo. Bro, Silva it'll be of the week. <laughs> bro, it'll be Chimeni, Mudrich, and, and Bernardo Silva, hands down. That that midfield would be a joke. Um, so, but, wait, so... But I, I can't lie, I can't lie. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take Rodri over Chimeni, and and that I might be biased. I might be biased. I, bias. I wouldn't take Rodri over Chimeni. What? Here's the question: Would too many? Because this, I I don't know about what, a lot I of people. Agree. A lot of people. Uh, please, please. A lot of people haven't seen too many. And again, this is not a La Liga video. This is just top. Just, just. This is just a Premier League innocent video. But 
a quick prop about Chimeni, yeah? A lot of people don't know how creative he is. A lot of mm. people don't know how good he is defensively. Bro, he's, he's, he's got the most recoveries. He's got the most... Bear in mind, in a, in a, in a, in a three-man midfield with Cruz and Modric, he's got the most passes. Imagine that. And the most dribbles in a, in a, in a three-man midfield. People don't know how good he is. And I think this season he's proved it. But then again, not a lot of people watch Madrid. But on class, on, next Sunday, in the Clasico, you'll see how good he is, bro. He's, I would take him over Rodri. I, I don't know if I would take him over, over Rodri, but I don't know if I, if I agree with Ubaid that he is the best defensive midfielder this league has ever seen. I think uh, that, that I don't agree with you. I think it depends. Because like, for a lot of the years in the Premier League, teams were playing two-man midfield. And like, who's the DM out of there? Aren't they both eights? So that's... That's a whole other thing. Yeah, but that's a that's a, that's a I'm saying yeah, like, I'm saying someone would argue is Vieira DM and like is as it was No, but Vieira and Rodri are not even they're not similar in any right, way at I'm all. Saying, like, it's kind of the semantics of the word of DM because the role Yeah, is yeah. Similar. Okay, so I'm saying he's the best six. Yeah, he'd be pr- he, he's up there. He's definitely up there. But Well, well would you yeah, wait, wait, wait. Would you would you consider Skulls as a six? No, no, no. No, no. no, no, no. Uh, I'm so just a lot, a lot of people like, do. A lot of people do. He's in contention yeah. the likes of Fernandinho, Gilberto Silva, Carrick, but I, w- I would say he's... You were talking about comparing him to Carrick. I think Carrick had more range on his passing, but Rodri is so physical. Carrick, Carrick didn't have that that dog in him. Like, Ro- Rodri... I knew that. I was, I mean, it's taking you 46 minutes to use that. Carrick ain't, that, <laughs> Carrick ain't got that dog in him. But, you could but lean Rodri, on Carrick. You could lean on Carrick. You can't lean physical. on Rodri. Yeah. What's up? I said you could lean on Carrick. Maybe make him a bit nah, Yeah, exactly. With you Rodri, you, Rodri. you lean on him, you're going, you're going the other way. Yeah. But another thing is, like, when you talk about players I'm not, I don't want to say he's getting carried by the system because he's not he deserves to be in that team for a reason and Pep chose him but would Chuameni also look at that level in Pep's system I think you could make the argument he would he would bro yeah, technically Chuameni is very good honestly yeah, no, bro. I, I'm not, I don't disagree Chuameni is an outstanding player but I think what Rodri does for that City team is he's taken Fernandinho's role to the next level and, for, and, and, and that was at a point where I was like I don't think anyone can play like Fernandinho can um so did you, did, here's that's why my point, right? Did you think Fernandinho could play to that level before Pep did? That that's my whole thing. Pep, let's be honest. So I keep kind of said it, right? He elevates the level of players for sure, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. in the DM position. That's why I kind of lean with what Faisal is saying. I think Chouameni in that team is we're, we might be talking about him as the best defensive midfielder in Premier League history. You know, one thing I definitely agree with after a Clasico because all the world's going to be watching it. The tweets yeah. about Chouameni are going to be through. Every, and, and I know Faisal's going to tweet saying, "I've been saying this for months." The only thing is, though, the flip side of that is that the way Twitter is so reactionary, it'll be the first time a lot of them are seeing too many. If yeah. he has a stinker, bro, they're all going to say, oh, it's over. I know, I know, I know. Oh, we got the better yeah. player. I want him to yeah. have a stinker just so Faisal can get angry, literally. Um, I think someone someone in our list, the video the other day, I think it was Umer maybe. I don't know. Sorry if it wasn't. Put Kamavinga above him. He said yeah, he did. That's yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Uh, bro, I love Umer. Uh, Umer's got some funny tweets. But you can tell he hasn't watched Madrid this season, man. You can tell <laughs> he hasn't watched Madrid this season. Hey, I'm telling him. I'm telling him. Um, right, we've got to go three, four, five on these three. So it's Rodri, Thiago, Gundogan, uh, Lies. Who would you have at third, fourth, and fifth out of them three? I think I, yeah, I, I no, I think I actually had each of them three, four, five, just in a different order, if I if I remember correctly. I think we all did. We all did. But yeah. Who would you, now that the list is compiled, they're all on the same amount of points. If you were forced, well, you are forced to, you have to put them in an order, three, four, five, what would your order be? Again, this is hard because, again, you're comparing DMs. I would put Rodri. Oh, this is so tough. Rodri third, Gundawan fourth, Thiago fifth. 
Faisal? Yeah, I, I had this, no. Uh, Thiago, no. Thiago, Rodri, and Agunda. Sack him. Look, there's things Thiago can do with a ball that Rodri probably couldn't dream of doing, right? Well, no sees, yeah, I, I agree that Rodri couldn't probably dream sees of things Rodri can't see. But right now, just based on availability and how it has to be Rodri third, couldn't mm. even fourth, Thiago fifth. But it's not to say who's a better player, man. Don't put that on my name. Just right now. Um, I would go. I've 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 written it the way I'd put it. Rodri, Thiago, Gundogan. Um, I just love Rodri, man. I played as a six. Uh, this is this part is hilarious. This is completely Leeds' fault. I think we can almost discount the fact that this guy's second. Uh, Sakib gave him two. I gave him zero. Faisal gave him three. Didn't even see that. Leeds gave him five. Oh, he's got Jordi King. Yeah, he's got ten points. Uh, Bruno Gimenez is the second best midfielder. <laughs> Oh, system's flawed. System's broken. Bro, bro, I can't lie. I can't lie, bro. If we talk about stats, he is the best. He's the best uh, sentiment for in Premier League. Hopefully. If we talk about stats, hey, wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Are you, are you trying to put a case in for him to be the second have best? You, have you guys have, have you guys seen? Have you guys seen that? Um, um, that's um, that's that's that came on Sky Sport. No, 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 no. Yeah, that yeah, price, yeah, yeah. I came. That came on Sky uh, on Sky Sport uh, yesterday, bro. He's got the most. He's got the most tackles, the most passes. Um, three and on the, on the final and the final third passes. He's got. He's got the most dribbles. He's got, bro. He's got. He's, he's leading he, every category. Yeah. He's one of the most I, complete midfielders on the planet. He's missed he three games as well, so that's pretty even more impressive. What'd you say? He's missed three he's games. Missed two or three games this season as well. Yeah, so he's covered all that. The most dribbles, the most everything, bro. Yeah, he, he's another one like Gun. Not to compare him to Gunda one, but. He's another one that excels really at every facet of, of midfield play. He's excelled from deep. Mm. He, he did that at Lyon. He's excelled in that in that middle phase as an eight, and he, he can pop up with a goal and assist. Like he is a goal threat as well. So Bruno, I didn't know G, that until the weekend. Right? Yeah, and he can play and finish. Was, was and, and a good thing about it, he can play. He can play in a double pivot. He can play in three man midfield right, as well. He, with Brazil, I think you just have to look. Gone, Hazel. Sorry. No, sorry. I, I was going to say, Bruno G, can, Bruno G would get into every single midfield in the league except for Manchester City. Like, I think he went to Newcastle, mm. Newcastle for reasons other than sporting. Probably he got paid the, the bag of his life. But whether I can't lie. Elias, are you considering Bernardo as a, as a, as a, in the three-man midfield or as a right winger? In a midfield, he's not better than. Okay, Bernardo. yeah, yeah. Because if, if you had gone, he wouldn't get into. You know, he wouldn't get Manchester City's midfield even if I considered. He's not better than Gundogan, in my opinion. But yeah, I think whether it's Newcastle becoming a super team or whether it's him leaving, he will be at a top top club and shining on big Champions League nights, shining in big games in the Premier League. He's that good. He is absolutely yeah. that good. Is he the second best midfielder in the Premier League? Or have you absolutely stitched? Yeah, I just against? absolutely oh, butchered no. the, the rank. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's damn good. But, <laughs> But what you have to say is it's a mad argument. But he's doing it next to Sean Longstaff and Joe Willock. Like yeah. you gotta give him just like an extra Bro, he made Joe Ellington look like Sadorf last year when he came in, man. Come on. <laughs> that is super, super impressive. Yeah. You have to give him a bit of extra credit for that. Um so yeah, he wouldn't be second. KDP is obviously top. KDP actually only got eleven points, you know. He's only one point ahead of Bruno because of all of us going, I'll ah, probably be top. Uh Leah's gave him one, Faze gave him two, I gave him four, Sakib gave him four. Um, he was so close to not being top because I was actually going to go with the same idea of he's going to get one. But then I was like, 
if we all give him one, he's going to end up on four. So I'll give him four because I've, I've got to just do it. So uh, KDB's top. I will read my list 10 to 1. Uh, you guys read your list 10 to 1, as in how you'd actually rank your 10, not based on points. Because if we don't do it that way, Liz is going to get proper upset and go, you've stitched me up. It's not fair. It's <laughs> just, not fair. just don't include when you put the clips on, Lias put him at number five. Or like Lias put Bernardo Silva <laughs> at number eight. I'll read my list right now. From 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Whichever order you like. Paqueta 10, Declan Rice 9, Bruno G8, Kovacic 7, Casemiro 6, Thiago 5, Gundogan 4, Rodri 3, Bernardo Silva 2, KDB 1. Okay. Faisal? Uh, Madison 10, Odegaard 9, Bruno 8, uh, Kovar 7, Thomas Party, who deserves to be on the list, 6, uh, Gondo 5, Rodri 4, Bernardo Silva 3, Thiago 2, and K- Kevin De Bruyne 1. Saki? Mute yourself. Sorry, I'm still on mute. You have a stinker. <laughs> Christian Eriksen at 10, which is the add to my stinker. Madison at nine, Jacare at eight, Gimaresh at seven, Odegaard six, Gundogan fifth, Bernardo fourth, Thiago three, Rodri two, and KDB as number one. That's not too dissimilar to mine. Mine ten to one, Madison tenth, Rice ninth, Henderson eighth, Shush, Odegaard seventh, Xhaka sixth, Bernardo Silva fifth, Gundogan fourth, Thiago third, Rodri second, KDB first. You tried, um, you, you tried to drag me under with you. We said not too dissimilar, and then said Rice and Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> Our top fives are very similar. Do we? So, do, do do all of us have the same top six? Then I think so. I'm quite no, sure we I do. Have Kovacic in my six, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Can, let me ask a question to wrap this. Just on, I don't know how even how you work. If you remove like, like injuries and in like a perfect world. Like, does someone like N'Golo Kante still miss out for you? Say he's, like, 100% fit. No, no, he's he's tough. Yeah, he's, he's tough. I don't, I don't know if his... Le- I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. I, I don't think I would put him top three. He probably makes my top ten. But N'Golo Kante still gives you these games where he is unplayable, where he is maybe even the best midfielder on the planet on his day. But Bro, I don't think those days come often enough. Even when he is fit, there are games where he is not the same N'Golo Kante as he was in the past. I think there's a reason why France is slowly starting to move towards Chouameni and Pogba when both of them are fit. And that's just because Kante, okay, he has his best game is exceptional, but he doesn't have his best game every single game like he used to. If you're giving me 2018-2019 N'Golo Kante, the prime Kante, Great he's top three, bro. He's top three. It'll be KDB. It'll be KDB, Thiago, and Kante. Top three. Yeah, but it's not 2020. It's not 2018. <laughs> exactly. 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 That's why that's why it's not. That's why it's not. not yeah. None of us had in top 10, bro. Yeah, because I took. I, I didn't really. T- I said I didn't take injuries into account. I didn't put Kante in my list whatsoever. But like, I put Kovacic high. I put Thiago pretty high. So like, yeah. I'm looking at these guys when they are healthy. But Kante, I just <laughs> think like, it's slowly beginning to. It's, he's slowly coming to an end, I think, of Angolo Kante. Quick question about KDB because because we didn't uh, speak about him. Where where does each of us have him all time Premier League? Ooh, I had a feeling. I had a feeling you'd ask this. I was going to because I'll go it's first. A, it's a quick question. Sorry, are you trying to take my job? <laughs> <laughs> no, go on, go on. What are you saying? <laughs> uh, I've I've got him, bro. I've got him. I've got KDB right now, right this second. Third, but by the end of the season, he'll be second. Ever. Who would he be behind? At the moment. At the moment, he's behind uh, Skulls and Lampard. So he's behind a second striker. Okay. 
There you go. Uh, <laughs> don't don't start this agenda. Don't Kevin De Bruyne is a much much better footballer than Frank Lampard is. Uh, that that for me isn't even a question. He's won don't more Premier Leagues than him. Bro. He's won more Player of the Years than him. I think he's. If I made a Premier League ranking of best midfielders in Premier League history, he'd be over Lampard for me. He's, he's, he's definitely he's a definitely a better footballer, like in the sense of like what De Bruyne can do with the ball is ridiculous. But Frank, what Frank Lampard did in terms of like for that Chelsea team, in terms of what he did in front of goals, I think we've become so there's like two ends of football now. We've become so stat focused that people are going, ah, like start using your eyes more. It's not all about stats and. You should appreciate all these guys who don't do the stats as well. As well. So forget these guys that did the stats as well. But Lampard, stats-wise, is genuinely a joke, like an, a complete anomaly um, for a midfielder. I, mean, yeah, I was going to say, it happens when you're basically spending 90% of games just running late into the box. But, but it's, not, it's not that easy to do because if that, it was that easy... That's fine, but it's also not easy to control games. And I think I think he knows that as well. I'm not a big Lampard fan. If you, if I hear that, bro. The hell, man. I can tell. I can tell. I, I can <laughs> tell. I'm not a big Lampard fan. In fact, I'm 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 also a critic because I'm a big Drogba fan. I'm a big believer that he took a lot of shine off Drogba's name. I think a lot of the, the hate Drogba gets right now is because of how much he sacrificed his game for Lampard to be able to do what he did. So where would you put KDB in your top like all time ever? Oh, right, right now. Here's the thing, right? I raised Gerard. Give, I never gives a never. straight answer. <laughs> just, 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 Okay, so that, how, okay, how are you? How do you quantify it? If, I'm just asking a question. You, just, whatever your, if, if it's who's the best midfield, like who, as in who has has been the best, I would say KDB is. He's top three, and he might be two or two or one. He's at least top three. He's the best. He's the best. Like, yeah. I'm 27. I can't speak for you guys, but the nostalgia kicks in with Gerard, and his big moments definitely kicking with Gerard Cup finals and all that. But per game. By game basis, what De Bruyne does is with the, the the calmness he gives you. You watch him; you know something's going to happen. You, he's about to set something up here, or he's about this that pass is going to reach where it needs to go. Like there's almost a inevitability to everything he does, which yeah. just comes with being just that. I think player. I think Saka, right? Kevin De Bruyne would be worldwide accepted as the, and it, it, I'm saying this for myself as well. I'm holding back a bit as well. Kevin De Bruyne would be classified as the best midfielder in Premier League history if he had started his career at 18 and gone on and played his entire career in the Premier League because mm. he would surpass most of these guys, maybe Frank Lampard not on goals, but he would be the top assistant in Premier League history if he'd played his whole career here. He would <laughs> rack up 10 Premier League titles and it would be no contest whatsoever, but because Scholes did it for so long, because Gerrard did it for so long, because Lampard did it for so long, that's the only reason people are willing to hold off on De Bruyne. But guys, if he plays another five years at the level he is right now, he will surpass them. No, It's, it's a question of if, not when. Bro, bro, you're putting you're putting uh, too much disrespect to Lampard's name, bro. Way too much. The thing I'm is, bro, I'm, I'm holding on to anything. Trust me. The way, the way, the way is. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, I, I when when I rank all time, I look at three things. Okay, I look okay. at I look at the the overall ability of a, of, a, of a footballer, the how impactful he was to that winning side, 
and okay. accolades. You have to you have to put accolades. No matter, I know stats is misleading, but you have to put accolades in there. Lampard ticks every single one of those three boxes, bro. He's two out of three for me. <laughs> I think. Uh, you know what? We're gonna actually do a video, and we'll get both of you guys on again. Oh, I know you're gonna give me <laughs> top ten <laughs> midfields of all time, because uh, the, the fact we're not even talking about Steven Gerrard is annoying me. But uh, it's getting well, late. Well, in the Steven day. Gerrard, Steven Gerrard only takes one box, bro, out of the three, bro. No, I but think, why no, but we, we sat here and spoke about Bernardo Silva and Kovacic being sorry, Bernardo Silva being so well rounded, he could do everything. Steven Gerrard was so well rounded, he could he he actually did absolutely everything in a dire team. A much better footballer than, than Lampard, for example. Much oh, hundred percent, hundred. But that's why it, it's hard for me. Who is the greater Premier League midfielder? Faisal, if you're saying accolades as well, and you're saying Gerrard hasn't got any, we're talking individual. Eight times PFA Team of the Year, Lampard three. They didn't think his individual season was better than Gerard's one, what, five occasions? Because they played up every season. But then again, <laughs> and listen, I'm saying we will come back to this debate. No, wait, no, wait, no, wait, sorry, no, wait, no, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. So just one more thing, one more thing, yeah, one more thing. If we're doing all-time midfielders, midfielders, in the yeah. last 20, in, from 2000 to now, not just Premier League, all the, the world, the, the world, yeah, Scores has not been scores is not in the top ten. You can you can bro. That's a, that's a big argument. You're top ten, bro. I don't know about I don't know about he's not in our top ten. You speak for yourself, bro. You can no no. If you had to put even three three of them in the top ten, you can make an argument that Lampard gets in there and not and not and not scores and uh, and Gerard. I, I would I would disagree. Oh, oh no, nah, there's would not disagree. a list in the world <laughs> where Gerard's not top ten all time. Bro, you Zidane will tell you scores. Ronaldinho will tell you Gerard. Henri will tell you bro, they all love those two more than Lampard, bro, because they recognize ball. They recognize that football is more than just late runs into the box. That's cap, bro. About about Lampard hey, higher than that. No I, way, bro. I'm sticking with this idea of us four will sit again and we will talk about top ten midfielders. I don't know if it'll be Premier League or all time, but I want this conversation because some of the stuff that's been said in this conversation is blasphemous. I'll get real, I'll get real disrespectful. Y'all ain't heard shit. Hey, no, 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 no. Do all time, do all time, do all time. No, no, no hey, Premier League. Just, you won't get in the conversation, bro. If you do all time, he literally will not be in the video. There'll be no point system either. For that video, I'm yeah, scrapping the point system. It's a direct <laughs> conversation. I won't get a point from anyways. Might even have to do that one in person. Uh, but for this one, we're all done. Basil Lee Sakib, thank you very much. Um, yeah, ah, man, my head's spinning. I'm, I'm actually seething a little bit. But if you're new here, make sure you subscribe, drop a like, follow the guys, and we'll see you next time. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 